Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the 12-6 Podcast. It's your boy, Mario, and I am joined, as always, by the best JD coach in the United States of America, Ryan Pops. Ryan, what up, man? Mario, that introduction just fucking fired me up, dude. Best JV coach man. in the land. I could run Let's through a fucking go. brick wall right now, dude. How we doing? It's it's going great, man. We're just uh, ready to shoot another pod, man. I know the season came to an end for you and your team, but man, you can't. You gotta you gotta live with the with the title, man. You gotta live with it. It's what you are. It's what you do, and that's the way it is, man. It is, but I moved on to uh, bigger and better things. Assistant varsity coach, too. We got a. Uh, our regionals coming up this week, dude. So who knows, man? I have a big week, man. I mean, I know it's just uh, it's you know small time high school baseball, but I think we got a real shot at uh, winning a regional this year. So hey, man, we'll see, man. A we'll big see, deal, man. That's a plaque yeah. on the wall right there, huh? It is. I mean, I can't say you can't say you've <laughs> ever won one. So uh, you're right. We never did. We almost we we could have, but uh, you know things happen. It is what it is. But uh, so yeah, nevertheless, big week, big week, beautiful weather coming up. Shooting a pot on a Sunday night. It's a good start. Gonna be a great start, man. How about we start off with the Cubs, man? And we get we get the, the worst out of the way first, right? Dude, not even the worst, dude. Let's keep this thing on a roll, baby. The Cubs finished their road <laughs> trip, dude. The West Coast road trip four and two, man. I mean yeah, they beat the pods. They beat the Padres. Diamondbacks, two games out of three. Um Dude, I got to tell you, Kyle Hendricks on this road trip has just been an absolute freaking dog, dude. Um, he pitched against the, the Padres, eight and two-thirds innings, three hits, zero earned runs. Next, uh, what was it, yesterday against the Diamondbacks, he threw five and, two-third, uh, five and two-thirds innings, one earned run. I mean, he's just back to a peak professor form there. Mm. So, I mean, he's been a huge bright spot. Um, one thing that really, really, really sucks, um, which happened on this road trip in the Padres series is – Nico Horner colliding with that umpire. Did you see that? I didn't actually see that. I heard something about it, though. Yeah, dude. He fucking he, he collided with the umpire. I, I, in the game, I don't know if it was him trying to make a play or him running on the base paths, but somehow, some way, got in the way of the umpire. But it landed him on the 10-day IL, dude. He's on the IL now with a, uh, with a uh, hamstring strain because of it, man. Um, wow. He's been by far their hottest hitter, just absolutely smoking the ball all over the yard. Um, and he's dude defensively. Have you gotten a chance to watch Nico defensively at all? Yeah, he's pretty decent, man. He's a pretty dude, good player. I... He has been lights out at shortstop. Lights out. I mean, like honestly, I was kind of worried about when he first came up. I was worried if he had the arm strength to make routine, not routine throws, but just you know throws that need to be made from shortstop at the big league level. Dude, he's been making plays in the hole, ranging over to his right, like Derek Jeter esque type plays. Mm. And it's been it's been insane to watch. I think he's going to be a great piece going forward. And this just sucks, dude, because hammies. I mean, who knows if this is going to be a 10-day thing, a month-long thing. Who knows? It's a lingering issue, dude. Hammies usually linger the rest of the way. So it's probably one of the worst injuries. That's like It's not as serious as like an arm, you know, UCL for a pitcher type thing. But they do linger usually for, for guys like Nico. I mean, I don't know. Does he still back, too? Is that one of his things? Or Yeah, he's not much like a stolen base threat, but – I mean, at shortstop, you know, where yeah. range is range is priority. You know, I mean, it, it it sucks. Like you said, those those injuries linger. I remember Wilson Contreras, uh, he dealt with recurring hamstring injuries over the past few years, like a lot. I remember the first one was like three years ago. I want to say tore his hamstring, and I think he was out the remainder, or he was out for a long, long time, a month or two. 
And then the next season, another hamstring tear out for a month. It was just kind of like a recurring thing with him, this hammy. So hopefully that is something that does not happen with Nico. Um, especially just a, a, a freak play like that, you know, running, colliding with the umpire like that. Um, everybody originally thought that it was an ankle that he rolled, but yeah, it came out today, hamstring strain, 10-day IL. Sounds like he should be playing on the White Sox. You know, it's such a White Sox type thing. Dude, it really is. But um, but other than that, man, I mean, the Cubs, they're still sitting 12 and 20. Not, you know, obviously not where you want to be, but such a long season. Baseball, it's a day-by-day thing. You know, taking four out of six games on a West Coast road trip like that, it's huge, dude. And now they come back home and play the uh, the lowly Pirates. So who knows, man? Who, th- who knows? They could get on a roll here uh, by Memorial Day. They could be sitting around 500. You know, playing good ball. Yeah, that's uh, wouldn't say it's out of the question. Depending on the schedule, I've been watching a lot of baseball. I've been watching a lot of Cubs baseball. Um, just uh, I mean, I I, I mean, I for obvious reasons. I mean, there's not really any. There's not like the 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 eye candy there that you like you would go to. You know, when I could be watching. Well, obviously, I'm gonna watch the White Sox over anybody else. But you know, if I got Trout playing on the East Coast against you know an East coast team. I'm going to be watching that game. If I had to pick between that and the Cubs, you know, cause that's just, that's just what you would do. Right. Um, but I mean, they got some young pieces, man. They'll come together. Um, hopefully some of their young guys, like we talked about last week, some of their minor league guys, hopefully they can come up, start to, you know, I mean, if they start performing at a, at a higher level down at their system or where they're at, um, maybe they could find a way through like Brendan Davis, right. We've been talking about him a lot. Hopefully he can come through. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of the con of doing a remote pod. You kind of went in and out there, so I don't think I heard everything you said. But, yeah, man, I mean, like I said, it's, it's going to be a down year for the Cubs, like you just mentioned. Who knows, Brennan Davis, maybe he makes an impact at the big league level. Yeah. But um, other than that, you still got their big-name guys, Hendricks, dude. If he's pitching like this and the Cubs aren't contention, who he's knows out. what type of package you could get for him. Well, I think he's definitely gone. I'm pretty sure Willie's probably gone, too. Um, and I think if he keeps pitching that way, yeah, he's probably got some years of control, right? So Hendricks has got years of control and at about twelve million dollars a year. So that yeah, is you can that's get a, very, very um prom- you know, that's the teams are gonna be all over that. The thing with Hendricks is like you're gonna get like quality innings, but you're not gonna get like the I mean maybe you would, I guess, but you, you just wouldn't expect it like that shut down like seven inning or six inning performance in the playoffs out of him, which is like what you'd give up for, you know, a really elite pitcher. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I don't know, dude. If you look at the back of Hendricks' baseball card, I mean, he's been a stud, dude, throughout his career. He had a bad year last year, but that was but like he's now fucking like 20, do- that was like doomsday. Hendricks, dude. No, but, 20, was- I mean, I just rattled off his last two starts. I mean, he's thrown 14 innings, given up one run in his last two starts. Yeah. So, can do, and at that contract, I think teams would be willing to give up a lot for him. I mean, if you just look at what the the Cubs are willing to give up with Quintana, you know, back in seventeen, you got to think that Hendrick. I mean, dude, Quintana had like a four ERA when the Cubs gave up a fucking yeah and massive package for it, but it was the controllability for a starting pitcher. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would and, honestly that makes me hopeful for you guys. Maybe you guys get some more uh, pieces to your to your future there with that. Yeah, and it's really important that Wade Miley starts throwing innings here soon so he mm-hmm. can kind of showcase the teams what he's got. You know, David Robertson has been an absolute stud this year too. It's important for him to get out there and showcase what he can bring to another ball team. So, yep. There's but pieces, yeah, man. There That's are how pieces, you do it. dude. 
There are pieces to be to be traded. Who knows what Willie's status is? I foresee him being traded here to the not so distant future. Um, and he's he's really really come alive these past couple of weeks. Um, his batting average has bumped from all the way about two twenty to the high two eighties in the last uh, two weeks or so. So he's starting to swing it really well. I noticed his OBP was over four hundred as well, which is really good for a catcher. And I think he's probably he's definitely going to get you the most back in the trade. Do you think over Hendricks? I think he does, dude. I think uh, – well, I mean, you just got to look at it, right? I mean, could you imagine, like, what the Yankees would do? I know they got Kyle Higashioka. Um, I know they trade. They obviously traded Gary Sanchez. I mean, dude, they got a guy like Wilson Contreras. They might as well just give him the, the pennant already for crying out loud. They're so stacked. And they, they – like, just looking at their lineup and looking at, you know, LeMahieu, Judge, Stanton, right? You go through it, but then it's like Kyle Higashioka ninth, right? Like, Willie's a good defender. I mean, he's not the best, but he's good. No, he's a good defender, dude, and he's worked on his framing uh, yeah. a lot in the last couple of years, dude. He's got an absolute that, that, cannon for an arm. That could be your bias, too, but I've seen him. Like, I wouldn't say he's the best in the league, but he's better. He's probably average or above average. So, imagine putting that with, the, with his back in that lineup. I mean, you could put him, you know, you could, he could take Donaldson's spot in the lineup for crying out loud. It doesn't matter. I mean, he's he's going to produce better than Kyle Agashioka. Uh, and I know the pitchers of New York like him. But, I mean, I, I could foresee him going somewhere like that. Um, you know, and I think this deadline is going to be crazy because there are a lot of teams that are performing that we didn't think would. And there are teams that were underperforming that we didn't think would either. So, we'll see, man. We will see. Yeah, we'll see. And then on that topic, dude, let's talk about the Yankees really quick, dude, because I just went and saw them play Saturday night. You saw them live. And Mario, I got to say, that is the most star power I have ever seen in my eyeballs in my entire life, dude. Yeah, I mean, tough to beat it. You got Judge, you got Stan, you got Cole. I was going to go Thursday night, but I got food poisoning, so I had to sell my tickets last minute. So that was that was rough, but... um. Yeah, no, it was it was rough. I I was I waited until the furthest second to sell them, and I had to just I couldn't do it. I couldn't physically do it. Um, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I saw Trout and Otani play this year at Rec Island Home Plate. I was grateful to see them. But I mean, seeing guys like Judge and Stan, I mean, it's just as equal, dude. Those guys are huge stars in the game. And then you saw Stan go York twice, right? Or I can't remember which game you went to, but. Uh, no, I wasn't at that game. Actually, offensively, it was kind of, it was three to two final scores. It wasn't a whole lot of firepower. Oh, you went to the, the walk-off. You went to the walk-off, went to the walk-off game. game. But dude, yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend and I, we get, I made her get to the stadium two hours early. Okay. We walk in. As soon as the gates open, they're, they're down, the Yankees are down there taking batting practice. So we go down all the way down to right behind home plate. And dude, when I am saying star power, taking batting practice the group that they had out there was Josh Donaldson, Joey Gallo, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton. That is, uh, those are some big guys Dude, right there, man. Literally 15 feet of, uh, away from me, taking batting practice. It was the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. And then walking up comes Garrett Cole walking up about 15 feet away from me down there with his family. And it was, I mean, dude, those are five names right there, just premier, premier MLB players standing right in front of me like that. It was probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. I don't think I've ever been that close <laughs> to that many. Just, I mean, dude, the names that were standing in front of me was just, it was like baseball heaven right there in front of your face. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it was absolutely insane. And then the game starts, then out comes Anthony Rizzo, DJ LeMayhew, um, the five that I rattled off before that, 
you know, they've got a role as Chapman. The, st- the team is just stacked with stars, dude. I mean, that, that goes to show, dude. They got nine losses this year for crying out loud. I mean, they're, 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 they're good. They're healthy, man. This is what the Yankee fans have been waiting for. They've been waiting for, like, a healthy team. Um, and they got – they're hot, man. They're hot. I mean, it's not who you play, it's when you play them. The Yankees are insanely hot and, you know, Stan, you know, hit five home runs last week for crying out loud with 16 RBIs. You know, he's – He's insanely hot right now. Judge's all the same. He's he's probably he's he's probably the frontrunner for MVP in the American League right now. Um, and then you couple that in with BJ Lemayhews at the top. You know, as you're right, man. The star power in that team is ridiculous. There's not. I would say that's what I'm telling you, man. Imagine a guy like Wilson Contreras on that team. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That'd be add, add Willie to that lineup because you're right. That uh, would be insane. And man, Higgy batting ninth. I mean, he's batting ninth. You stick him in the nine hole. It's not a huge. You know, thing if he's hit nine in your order, but you're right. If you add Contreras to that lineup, dude, I mean, it's just, it's, it wouldn't even be fair. It really you don't wouldn't. have an out. Like you don't have an easy out. I mean, they already take more pitches than anybody in baseball. I mean, I like, and that's another thing too. I mean, they they when they when I watched most of the games, the Friday night game, I just couldn't watch it. I knew Cole was just gonna shove, which you know he didn't even do that good, but he beat the Sox. Um, and it was more so just not watching Visible Asses get his ass kicked. Um, but yeah, man, they take pitches, man. They take, and they take, and they take. And Joe <clears throat> struck out 11 batters, man. And he was at 100 pitches in about four innings or whatever it was. And he was – he was. I haven't seen him like that probably ever. I mean, this in this entire season at least. Um, they, 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 were sitting on his, they were sitting on his stuff. He didn't have his best command, but, man, they, they were taking for their pitch. They were waiting for their pitch. Uh, Stan went yard twice off the guy. I mean, fastballs up and away, and one right down the middle too. I believe is what it was. Yeah. Um, so you got to you got to give him credit, man. Yankees team. Giancarlo looks like he's back from you know 2017 or wherever it was when he won the MVP. Hit 57 jack. He looks like he's that guy again. Um, Judge looks like he's going to win the MVP this year on a contract year. Future Cub right fielder Aaron Judge, we may add. <laughs> um, and Rizzo's been very well. I mean, his, his average has been dipping a bit, but he's still getting on base. He's still hitting home runs. Um, and the Yankees have, what, I think it's 50 home runs already this year, which they're on pace to hit about 300. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. I mean, they're hitting bombs left and right. And at that ball year, um, so yeah, the Yankee talk. We haven't really talked much about them, but, I mean, they're, they're, the, they're the premier of the league right now, man. They're at the top of the chain. I mean, I, wouldn't even, I would even say they're probably a little bit better than the Dodgers right now, the way the Dodgers have been losing the series to Philly. I mean, they hit a walk-off today off Philly, but um, even, I mean, they, they're, I think I would put them talent-wise probably or just who I'd rather face right now. I'd rather face the Dodgers than the Yeah, dude, I mean, you're completely right. Like you mentioned, Rizzo, he's not, he's not hitting for average, but his OBP is still 350 and he's slugging 526, dude. And if you just look down their lineup, their on-base percentages are insane. LeMahieu, 360, Judge, 380, Rizzo, 350. Stanton, 340. I mean, Donaldson even. He's hitting 234, but his on-base percentage is 345. So they're getting on-base. He's on, on base. 30 streaks, 30 uh, on-base, 30 game on-base streak, I believe is what it was. Yeah. Something I mean, they're getting on-base, dude, and then they're hitting home runs. And that is the recipe for success in today's MLB, dude. Get on-base and hit for slugging. Or, yeah, slug. You know, hit home runs. 100%. And, and that's, yeah, they're 24-9. and nine. I mean, it speaks to it. They're red hot, man. 
They started off and that, and twenty four or nine now, but they started off the season five and five. They started off five and five, and they are twenty four and nine now. Yeah, they're nineteen and you're four. You're the math wow. guy. You're the you're the math guy, man. Right? Was nineteen and four? Nineteen and four. That's a that's a World Series like level team stretch. That and they haven't been. They're playing the American League East, and they just played the White Sox. The White Sox are no pushovers. Michael Kopech had a terrible day today, and he didn't even do that bad, you know. But they 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 uh they sat on his pitches. They took they took they took. They got a couple hits every here and there. They took their walks. They did what the Yankees do. I mean that they really are. They're getting on and they're hitting the blasts, man. And that's what they do. Um, and and that's how they win, man. And it's it's a, it's a recipe for a World Series. Yeah, but I will say, dude, the game I went to, man, Keiko shut him down. Um, he did, huh? It, he shut him down. And, like, when you're at the game, and especially we were sitting down the first baseline, it's hard to kind of see what a pitcher's doing. You know, you can't – you're not getting that home plate view like you are when you're at home watching it. But it seemed like he was keeping him off balance. His changeup was filthy. A lot of hitters were way out in front of the ball. Um, and, man, he shut him down. Like, his pitching his pitching line here, you know, he went five innings, nowhere in runs, three strikeouts. Uh, it was like old Keiko. I wasn't able to catch much of the game. Set. I saw about half the game. I, we had a family thing, so I was kind of back and <laughs> forth. Um, but I did come in a few times. The one problem with Keiko had his best start yesterday with the Sox in years. It was it's. I mean, obviously since 2020. So that that was that. That's true. Um, the problem with him is he's letting too many guys up. Uh, I believe he had a bases loaded situation once or twice, right? So mm-hmm. that's not good. You can't do that against the Yankees. It just can't happen. He did, but he uh, got out of it. He did get out of it, but he got out of it. And and if it went the other way, they would have lost the game. And that's the thing. He had that decent enough stuff that night to do it. Um, there's two things that I took away from it. it. Was one, it was a guy pitching for his job, and he did it, and he succeeded. And he's probably not going anywhere. Apart. I mean, if I had to pick one or two, you're probably going to pick Vince to. You know, see you later, Vince, right? Because Johnny Cueto's coming up in a few days as well. Um, and, and you know what, man? You're right. His stuff was dancing. His changeup was great. He had Judge out in front of a few of them. Um, it it was uh, it was probably the best stuff I've seen out of him. Um, if we need more of that. Uh, if we can get that, I mean, until Lance comes back, at least, that'd be great. And then you have a good problem, right, with your – what are we going to do with Dow? Is he a six-man? Is, is, are we kicking somebody out of the rotation? Whatever. Probably won't happen like that. But um, – that was the best stuff I saw out of the guy for sure. Um, he's he's just got to manage the walks. He's got to manage the base runners. He can't be playing with fire like that. He doesn't have the stuff to do it. So that's just my takeaway from the Dallas Keuchel start. Yeah, no, but I mean, the the game I went to, I mean, he, he pitched his ass off. But like you said, he's pitching yeah, for his man. job. He's pitching for his job Saturday night. Thirty five thousand people there. Adrenaline was probably pumping a little bit. So. But honestly, dude, that's not what I went. And that's not what I wanted to see, dude. I wanted to see the Yankees just fucking hitting the ball 450 feet. It didn't happen. I thought I'm it was. Up. You know what, dude? I thought it was going to be batting practice all night. But at the same time, though, you think about it. I mean, they're hitting all these hard throwing righties. I mean, I mean, they didn't hit off a of Kopech today by any means. Kopech, you know, gave, gave it away. He walked a ton of them. I mean, they they the Sox had more hits than the Yankees today. You know, Judge and Stan did absolute shit today. They didn't do very well. Um, so. Like it was nothing to that Joey Gallo had a home run late, so that was whatever it was. They already lost the game at that point. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, he he did well, um, and I, I was expecting uh, I was expecting home runs, but I mean they're hitting off of righties, man. They're hitting off these hard righties, not like these slow toss lefty guys. So 
Yeah. Yeah. That was an interesting thing to me. Like, that was like, okay, they're hitting off a of C's. They're hitting off of Velasquez, is like mid to low 90s, but they're not hitting off of Keiko. Hmm. Interesting. A little interesting. Yeah, but, I mean, talking big picture things, Mario, your Sox are sitting at 500, dude. Just drive three or four on the weekend series, man. How are you feeling? I'm not as concerned as probably I would have been if you told me they were a game under 500. Uh, their first half schedule is insane in terms of how hard it, how strong it is. We talked about it last week. I mean, you go, we're going from New York to Kansas City for five games, which we need to take four out of five of these games. I think we will. I'm not concerned. We, we played we played a couple of decent pitchers here these last few days. Um, not one of the guys we faced this weekend is – or the guys we faced in a few days is better than the guys we faced this weekend. I guess it's better – Better worded there. Uh, it's the, the the Royals. I'm not concerned with at all. If honestly, if they don't take four or five, they, I expect them to lose one of the doubleheader games because you just always have to. But even with that, you could still sweep them five game series. You get a, you got them for five games, man. You got to take advantage here. They took two out of three in Chicago last time when the Sox were in the butt. They're out of it now. Um, they had a bad bad couple games. They had the bad game in Cleveland last week, and obviously the Yankees. I'm not as concerned as many others would be. My thing is, you go back to New York next weekend. Thank you, schedule makers, you assholes, for doing that to us. Giving us the Yankees at the worst possible time during their hot stretch, during our injuries. Obviously, you can't see that. But uh, you gotta take, you got to take four or five, man. You come out, you take four or five from the Royals. You come out, you're two games over 500. Then you can drop two in New York. Maybe get swept, right, because they're playing that good. Lucas Giolito's on the COVID IL. Who knows when he's coming back. So, there, there, there's a path for this team to be over 500 by the end of May, which I think they will, because after they get Boston, they get who they should take two or three from. They get the Blue Jays, who they could take two or three from. Blue Jays haven't been playing well, um, and then they get Tampa and and L.A. the Dodgers right after too. So those they take advantage of the Royals. They got to take advantage of Boston. They obviously got to take advantage of the Cubs. Um, so there's a lot of games you need to win. And there's a lot of games where if you lose, you lose, right? And then you kind of get into your, okay, here come the Tigers again. Here come the the Guardians again. Here come the Twins again. And you can just roll over and, and win those games. I think that's where the division will be won between the Guardians and the Twin games. I don't think they're going to be won or lost between losing three or four made to the However, you want to beat the damn Yankees, man. I mean, we're in our window here. That's my thing. So, like, to, to go against that, too. We need we need to win these games, man. We lost for five years. We didn't lose for five years to lose three or four to the Yankees at home in Chicago in May, where we're supposed to be, you know, beating the blowing the titties off everybody's chest. You get me? Like I think that's where a lot of people, you know, a lot of there's a lot of people who are kind of carrying water for the club, and there are a lot of people who are against it. And I think that that's where we have to understand. I mean, the Cubs. How many times the Cubs go into a series in 2016 saying, "Hey, we can't beat these teams." How many times never. did they go in? It didn't happen. Exactly. 100%, right? You're right. It never happened because they were like, we sucked ass for five years, and we rebuilt, and we spent money, and we do not lose because we have John Lester, then we have Arietta, then we have Kyle Hendricks, then we have John Lackey, and so on, and we keep it going, and we're going to throw it down your chest, and you're going to have to beat our best every night, right? And it's not what's going on here. It's not. There's injuries. There's Tony La Russa being an idiot with the, with the bullpen calls. 
albeit he's had a couple good games. He's had some absolutely god-awful ones with his, with his calls, and his lineup making has been atrocious, man. Absolutely atrocious. Um, here's, here's my thing, right? Why no, can't... I just got to say really quick, when I first asked you how you're feeling about them, and you're like, oh, fine, blah, blah, blah. No. This is what I, we're I'm expecting, into, Mario. This we're getting into expecting. more of it. Here we go. We're getting into more of it here because I'm not concerned about the 500 thing. I think I'm more concerned about the little things that kind of piss me off because I know this team will make the playoffs. Um, I, I mean, I'd bet the house on it. What's pissing me off is the way this team is being run right now. Uh, and, and, like, what you can see in the optics from the outside, right? Like, okay, this team probably will make the playoffs, but they're not going to beat the Yankees because, you know, obviously they can't beat them here. You think they're going to beat them there? And, like, it's, there's a whole thing. Um, can you tell me why Joe Kelly's in the eighth inning and he gets, you know, he's getting his outs and stuff and two outs Rizzo comes up and he walks him or whatever the hell it was. It gives us a hit or whatever. And then, and then Tanner Banks comes in the lefty, right? To pitch to Giancarlo fucking Stan. Who the hell made that call? What are we doing there? Why are we making that call? Why is he coming in? to face Giancarlo Stanton when he could have faced Anthony Rizzo from the left side and had a better advantage. What, can, you, can you tell me that, Ryan? Can you give me an answer to that? Uh, my answer to that is that you've got your games mixed up. After Joe Kelly, it was Liam Hendricks for a five-out save. No, I'm talking about the, the – it was the uh, – it was the – it was the game where they scored seven runs in the eighth in the eighth inning. Yeah. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, I did okay. not. So that is exactly what happened. Um, I believe it was Tanner Banks who came in. It was, and I remember people were on Twitter making a fuss about it too. Um, so basically, what happened was Joe Kelly got two outs, and he did the same thing back to back night. Ryan, just have you know. So okay. get that. That's interesting. I mean, you probably didn't catch that. So I believe it was. I believe it was Thursday night. It was Thursday night. It was a Dylan Cease game because I remember Moncada tied it. And then they go into the eighth, you know, look feeling good. You get your two outs, and then, you know, somebody gets on. Somebody gets on. Somebody gets on. And then it's Rizzo who's up. And Joe Kelly's still pitching. You got a lefty warming up in the pen. And Joe Kelly pitches to Rizzo, and, you know, he gets on base. And then Real Russo pulls Kelly. Dude, the reason that uh, I'm mixed they, up because it's like deja vu. I'm like, holy shit, this just happened the other night. No, and you're right because I mean you can look it up, man. I'm telling you, and yeah, this, no, is, I'm looking this is at what right I'm now. asking you. Yeah, it's Tanner Banks, right? That's who it was. I'm, I'm like 100 percent sure. Yeah, Tanner, Tanner Banks came in afterwards. Yep. And can you tell me why the hell he's coming in to pitch to Giancarlo Stan when Rizzo was the guy before, <laughs> and it was a lefty lefty matchup like that? To me, is ridiculous, man. I mean, oh, frustrating all ends. Frustrating. Yeah, I mean, as you uh, introduced me earlier as the uh, JV head coach, I don't even think a JV head coach would make that move because I wouldn't have made that move, dude. It, 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 like you said, it makes no sense to bring in the lefty against Giancarlo Stanton, who is a monster from the right side, when you had the lefty-lefty matchup the guy before. It makes zero sense. The only thing I could think of is Tony Russo's falling asleep in the dugout <laughs> and or he's maybe had a little too many drinks. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, he had Andrew Vaughn making him drinks, man. He came back from the IL, and he, you know, he needed him. Uh, instead of bringing him on to play, you know, he had him making drinks in the clubhouse for him. Exactly, so. dude. But that makes no <laughs> sense to me, dude. Especially a team with this caliber that you said is World Series contender, dude. You can't have a manager making those type of moves, man. I mean, and you just allude to the bigger picture. Like, what if he does do that type of shit in the playoff series? Oh man, you know? he, he, it's just. Ugh. 
because I know it's May, but dude, these series against the Yankees at home, you've got to kind of play them of the caliber of a playoff series. Like you said, 2016 Cubs, dude, it just that it just didn't happen, man. You know, you get a feeling, man. You get the feeling. You just right? get like, a feeling, dude. And like yeah. I was at the game Saturday, it had a playoff atmosphere to it, dude. Like the fans were in it; it was packed. Um, it just has that feeling to it. And honestly, for me, it's like, and that's that was gonna point. I was gonna bring this up earlier. Why, why can Aaron Boone run out? DJ LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, Anthony Rizzo, John Carlson, Josh Donaldson, in some order, for four games in a row, and understand the importance of okay, this team is this team is a team that's expecting to to be like one of the stops on the way for us, right? We're gonna make sure we got our top five guys in there. I think Rizzo had one off night on Friday night. Yep. We're going to make sure we have these guys, especially Judge and Stan, in every night. But we can't even play who Moncada, who, you know, had two home runs over the series, over the two days, right? We couldn't even play him Sunday for whatever reason, right? For rest days or whatever. Come on, dude. You're playing the Royals tomorrow. Rest him then. Play him today. Maybe he gets you a hit. Maybe, maybe he, he gets you a key walk at some point. But no, instead you're putting Josh freaking Harrison at third base. No offense to him, but obviously he's – and that's the thing, man. Like, I, it, it feels like we're just filling – we're filling this team with role players, and you, it's, it's, it's putting a lot of these guys' primes to waste. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to um, kind of when they originally uh, signed the old manager, man. Like, is, is he the guy to lead this type of team, you know? This isn't, to be this seen, isn't 12 years ago when he was managing the, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, you know. Yeah, it's not. But, I mean, that's the thing. Like, obviously, he's the manager, man. Like, what are, what are we going to do? I don't think moaning and bitching about it at this point is going gonna, is gonna to fix anything. We can vent about it. Like, I'm venting about his, his decisions in certain spots of games. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the goal is to win a championship. He doesn't have I'll, – I'll, I'll give it to him. He doesn't have Lance Lynn, who's, who's co-ace, in a, in a rotation with four guys who, you know, they're, when they have that full rotation healthy between Lucas, Lance, Dylan, and Michael, and then, you know, maybe you go out and add a fifth guy to just really fortify it. Or you could just, you know, float it around with Keiko and Cueto all year with Velasquez in there a little bit. I mean, those four guys at the top, man. I mean, you, oh, that's you don't get lethal, really, dude. That is you don't lethal. get much better than that, 100%. It, it, you really don't. Even We even saw the stretch. They won seven in a row or whatever it was uh, with, with Kopech, Giolito, winning, you know, six games in there or whatever it was. So they they uh, they could they obviously could put a run together with that. And then you had Lynn, Lynn in there who was going to come back early next month. Um, and then Eloy comes back, hopefully hidden well as, as well. I expected they're they're expecting him. I saw Hector Gomez on Twitter. He he reported that it would be about two weeks, but I mean I think that's just a bit early. But he's usually pretty spot on with 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 the Dominican guys, so we'll see on that. But well, I mean we'll see. I I think it's a bit early. I I hope I'm thinking that that Tampa Bay series. I'm thinking maybe he comes back for that. I I, I mean that'd be two weeks, right? I mean I think if he doesn't come back at that point, or there's no sign of him going to AAA at that point. Then you know it's 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 a dud, but he'll be back next month. You get him and Lynn back, and then you reevaluate. Um, you know what I'm waiting for though? I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for Rick Hahn to the press conference and say, "Oh, Eloy's coming back, and he's better than any trade deadline acquisition we can make, and this and that, and all this other bullshit." It's like, dude, <laughs> don't hit me with that. Go out there, get a second baseman, get yourself an actual right fielder, who, so you're not playing the first baseman out there. 
and make this team an actual legit contender for once. My goodness. Yeah, I mean, I think you you look at injuries aside, though, this this team is just too fucking talented, dude, with who they've got right now to be sitting at 16 and 17. And I know yeah, you might they, argue that, but, dude, you just rattled off. There's, there's certain pitching that they have right now. Kopech, Cease, Giolito. That's the best three that you could arguably have in baseball, man. Offensively, they've got Tim Anderson. They've got they've got names all around the diamond, dude. I mean, this team to me right now, injuries. I mean, I know that's it's it, it isn't it is a reason to you know to say that is why we're a game under five hundred. But still, dude, this team is too good, I think, to be sitting a game under five hundred. And that's the thing, like, and they carry out again. I think I, I I'm pretty sure I said this earlier. I know this team's gonna make the playoffs still. They're going to catch fire, right? They will, and you're, you're we very this. lucky your division is not very strong. And that's it too, right? It's gonna all it's all going to be contingent on, hey, can you beat the Twins? Can you beat the Guardians? Can you beat the Royals and the Tigers? Because we have to play them. We played the Tigers three times. We played the Royals three times. You know, we played we played the Yankees four times. You get me? Like, and we played the Rays three times. We played the we played the damn Mariners three times. So we played. We're playing a lot of our out-of-division games, and we're actually playing really well in those out-of-division games. We're actually struggling in division right now. Um, this division is going to be contingent on beating your interdivision you know, rivals. And as long as they can do that, which I'm fairly confident they can, uh, and I, and, and with the, with Lynn coming back and with Eloy, right, and what they have currently in, in, in June, you know, when it's getting hot, it's getting warmer, and to, you know, stay on the field a little bit, easier. I mean, they're not frozen to all hell in the windy city in 30 degree weather. Um, makes it easier to stay healthy, right? You're more stretched out and all that stuff. So that actually does make a difference. They'll, they'll be all right. They're going to be fine in that aspect. My thing is when you're playing the Houston Astros, who you're probably going to end up playing in the first round of the playoffs in Houston again, are you going to be confident in that series? Are you? I don't. I don't think right now you are. I. I don't. I really don't. And I think. We, I no, think that's where right I failed this offseason. Right now you're not. Well, where do you fail? What do you think? Just depth at I the think, right field position and second base position. I, I think. Uh, I think he added that bullpen. I mean, my God, he built. Dude. He built the biggest or uh, best bullpen in the league. Bullpen will be great. Joe Kelly will be fine. Not concerned about it. I think he failed in adding another decent starting pitcher. Which he could have, which I mean, there was all, there was many guys out there. Um, my thing is, I think he failed. This is probably his worst offseason as, as a general manager. Um, I believe it, it, it. In between adding Joe Kelly, Josh Harrison, Vince Velasquez, and Leary Garcia, it was something around around thirty million dollars of added payroll this year. How much is Carlos Rodon making? I know he got lit up tonight, but he's arguably been the best pitcher in the National League this year. He got like twenty two, twenty three million a year. Why didn't we bring him back? Why didn't we give him $23 million? What up with that? That's my, that'd be my question to him. Like, cause obviously he's fine. He does. He's not hurt. And I'm like, maybe tomorrow we hear that he's hurt. That's why he gave up six, eight runs tonight. But um, he's been, he's been lethal, man. Why, why couldn't we have him instead of seeing Vince Velasquez every fifth day? You know, that's my thing. Um, I think well, that's I what mean... kind of went wrong. I did kind of for, I, I honestly kind of forgot about that and just not even extending the qualifying offer to him. No, that was god awful. We've, we've talked about this, but it's still it's like question marks in my brain. Like, dude, that made it still makes no sense to extend the offer, a qualifying offer to him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, man. And obviously, the dude's not hurt. 
And like I said, he gave up eight runs tonight. I don't know what happened. I didn't watch the start. But I mean, well, with, our, no, with, dude, with us talking smack. He got lit smack. up, dude. The Cardinals yeah. just absolutely pounced all over him. I mean, was, I turned the game on. It was 8-0. And, you know. Who uh, was he sitting at? I honestly, I don't know. I didn't see, but I'm just saying. I looked at the box score and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, he got he got lit up tonight, and Wainwright's going to get a nice easy dub. So, it I will remains to be seen on that front. But dude's been great all year, man. I mean, that's just like that's just what Carlos. That just happens to Carlos every here and there. He does he does have a dud, like a bad one too. Um, dude, it happens. It happens to everybody. Uh, I remember like John Lester, dude, was notorious for at least once a year, and this is like. In his heyday, 15, 16, 17, he like one start a year, he would just get absolutely demolished. It happens. Yeah. I went, I went to one of the games in sixteen. Uh, I can't remember who it was against, but he gave it was against the Reds. He gave up like nine runs and I think two innings or something like that. So, yeah. dude, it happens. Every starter's due for one of those. But you're right; it will be interesting to see if he's hurt. I mean, that would be a totally different story. But yeah, I mean, yeah, three and two thirds, ten hits, eight earned runs. Wow. Yikes. That's three and two thirds is ooh, that's uh that's just like a ooh, that's a rough for, for I know he was and it's Sunday man for those fantasy baseball owners man that's uh that kills yeah <laughs> that dude Sunday Sunday's the worst day for fantasy baseball it I is, swear man. to God you could be winning. we do the Yahoo League for those of you who don't know we do yeah we do it through Yahoo um and I I couldn't tell you how many times you're you're winning you know peacefully and you're open to have a good Sunday and you look and. Somebody's like lapped you in like two categories and it sucks. Yeah, it's the worst, dude. <laughs> Sunday's the worst because it's getaway day across the MLB. A lot of teams are either traveling away after the game or they're headed home somewhere. So a lot of guys are out or a lot. Of, it's just an off day. They just don't really give a shit. They're about to hop on a plane. And Sunday is yeah. just the worst, dude. Like my team averaged today three for 32. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, speaking of that, me and Ryan decided we want to, we're, we're, I mean, me and him have made a big trade this year for fantasy, so we're obviously really involved in it, regardless of how bad our teams are. Um, this year, we're, we're going to try and do something here. We'll start it this week. Hopefully it sticks. Is We're going to give uh, our kind of under the radar or maybe, you know, yeah, mine well-known this week, player. I mean, I didn't have a lot of time to think about it this week, so mine's not going to be a, a very It doesn't have to be. Unknown give us player, somebody. But... Give us somebody. Give us what you got, man. Are we doing it right now? Here we go. Uh, let's go. Let's get to it, man. Give me what you got. Are you ready for this name? Let's hear it. I don't know if you've ever heard of him before. Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, baby. What about Dude, him? Giancarlo Stanton. The last week, he hit 423 with five homers, 15 RBIs, and an OPS over 1,500. Dude, he's been absolutely on freaking fire. Um, and he's got a super favorable matchup this first series of the week uh, against the Baltimore Orioles. And then he's got the White Sox at home, like you said earlier, for the weekend series. Um, that might be a little bit tougher for him, but I expect him to get off to a great start against the Orioles, who are not the greatest team in, uh, in baseball, and continue this hot streak. In our league, he's currently the eighth-ranked player in the entire league. Uh, the dude's just been on absolute fire. And lucky enough, I was able to make a trade for him this past week with Mr. Mario. Um, Big trade. Big trade was made. I got Ralphie Big Scoops. Um, yep. I traded. I did trade Jack Chisholm Jr. I know people probably think I got fleeced with that, but stolen bases are not a category in our league. Otherwise, I would have never made it. Uh, but, man, it's. I think it's It's worked out well for both for both sides. 
Rob no, it'll be a good trade. I mean, Jazz, he went a little cold this last week. He hit 190. Um, but, I mean, whatever. It's small sample size. Stan, man. Stan dude, but my fire. biggest fucking beef of that trade is Mackenzie Gore, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with that? You know, Did Mark, he get I feel down? like you knew. I feel like you had some type of, like, insider information or something. Did he get dude. sent down or what? No, he didn't get sent down, but he got put in the bullpen. Oh, my Which God. sucks. I have no insight. He's not going to help me one bit, dude, because he's not going to get saves and holds. <laughs> he's just going to throw two innings here and there, and it's just going to be dog shit, and I'm probably going to drop him now. And yeah. I'm pretty pissed off get, about that. I did get Frambeer Valdez, probably the, the the two behind Justin Verlander in the Houston rotation. So I did get yeah. him as well. Valdez was their opening day starter. And he, he shaps job yesterday. So, or two days ago is what it was, or – I think it was, believe it was two days ago. Yes, he shoved and he got me a nice dub. So I appreciate that, Ryan. Thank you. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, 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 I like, oh, God, I was so hesitant for Gore. I mean, for those of you guys <laughs> listening, it was between Gore and Syndergaard. And Syndergaard just makes me nervous with his past injuries. And I don't know if the Angels are going to kind of shut him down at one point or limit his innings big time. Um, so I kind of went with the rookie with the young arm and everything like that, knowing that it was a possibility that he might go to the bullpen. But I figured, in the rotation, he was just lights out. So there's no way in hell you can move him out of the rotation. And what do they do? They move him out of the rotation, and now he's just going to be like a two or three inning guy every here and there. So he'll probably be a spot start guy too. I mean, I'm sure a lot of guys are dropping him now, but yeah, yeah. Just uh, in the, I mean, just recently since the news came out, he's already been dropped by two percent of people that own him. So <laughs> I expect that to be like ten percent by tomorrow. Oh man. So, uh. but my person my player to watch out for this week John Carlos Stan I expect him to put up just silly numbers against the Orioles so scoop him up if he's in your leagues obviously probably not um and if honestly this is the time to trade in my opinion let me get my two cents on him like you know Stan is such a hot and cold guy um, yeah he is I think a lot of people like myself included I think he's he's gonna he could be a 50 homer guy he probably will be as long as he stays healthy the problem with him is when he's cold, he'll he'll strike out every at bat, and he just won't get you any walks if you're in an OPS league. So I mean, he's if he's if he's doing what he's doing consistently, if he's giving you, he can get you three or four bombs a week. Which if you're looking for offense, and, and everybody is because this year offense is way down, he's gonna be such a staple, man. So dude, but I mean, right now he he's just not missing the ball. I mean, he's over four today, oh, but that game against Keuchel, dude. He was just taking all that soft shit on the outside corner, and they had a huge shift on him, three guys on the left side of the infield. And, dude, he was just taking what they were giving him, just shooting it right through the second base, three for four that game. Yeah, um, dude. And it was that, interesting, dude. Yeah, it was interesting. When that's... I saw him in batting practice, I don't think he hit one home run, dude. Everything that he was doing, he was just hitting line drives to right field, line drives to right field, line drives to right field. He goes oppo a ton, man. He goes oppo a ton. He goes opposite field better than anybody else for, like, for power. Yeah, those so, two home runs he hit on Thursday were both Apo. I mean, I don't know if you recall this, too. I, I, when he was back with the Marlins, the line drive he hit, like, right over Rizzo's head that went out when when they were playing the Cubs. I, I believe it was the Cubs. Maybe it wasn't. But I remember he had a, he had about a, he had a line drive when they were playing in, in Miami. It was, like, 120 miles per hour, and it went right above the first baseman's head. Like, if he stuck his glove up, he probably could have caught it. Like, it was that low. Mm-hmm. Flew right out. And that's I mean, exactly dude, what his batting practice was like. It was it was insane to watch, man. 
dude, dude is uh if he can if he can stick to it, he's gonna be you know he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a dude. Um, I guess I'll tell mine. I mean, it's not Giancarlo Stan esque, but I figured I'd go out here and I'd give us a nice name that both me and Ryan hold near and dear to our hearts. Um, if you're looking for pitching in a, in a fantasy league, I guess you could say there's one man out there who's in our in our league. He's owned by about 22. percent He's he's got a recent uptick. Hold on, can I guess? I'm, I'm also thinking about picking this gentleman up. Oh, you could give it a guess. Give it, give it a well, guess. Well, you got to give me, give me at least, give me a hint. <laughs> he, uh, he's played for both the White Sox and the Cubs, and that's all I'll give you. Jose Quintana. Jose Q Quintana. Dude, he threw Ooh. seven shutout tonight. And he threw seven shutout tonight, albeit he threw it against the Reds, but. He also threw, I believe it was six shutout against the Dodgers. He's barely given up any runs. Um, his whip is low. He's walking a few batters, but I was watching some of his tapes, some of his highlights. Dude is, he's not throwing hard. He's not. And he's getting away with a lot of pitches that he shouldn't be getting away with, but he's spotting the ball. I mean, I was I was watching, He he's, if he wants a ball inside at 92, he's going to get it in your hands at 92, and he's going to throw it for a strike. Um, and his slider was looking really good. He looks like he's got his rhythm back, man. I mean, it's kind of like a, a like a resurgence for a, a 33-year-old resurgence for, for a guy like that. If you're looking for pitching, scoop him up, man. I mean, a lot of people – I mean, a lot of teams probably aren't, especially if your league's a little thin, if you got like an eight or ten man or whatever. Um, but, you know, a lot of the deeper leagues, you, got, you don't got Jose Quintana on your squad, man. He might be somebody to look into for sure. Somebody to look into in general. If the Pirates have him going. Maybe take the money line on a bet. He's he's been pretty legit so far this year. Dude, I gotta say, probably two of my most hated Cubs in the last uh, six years are Jason Hayward and Jose Quintana. <laughs> Is it because they cost you Dylan Cease and Aloy Menace? Well, that and they were just god awful. I mean, dude, he was so bad with the Cubs, dude. I remember the first start that they had him. He threw a gem against the Orioles. After that, it just went to shit. Yeah, it was not good. Um, but yeah, man, he's pitching. He's, you know, he's pitching the ball great right now. I remember he had a start against the Cubs earlier in the season. And he threw really well too. So I think his one downfall is he's not striking anybody out as much. Which you yeah, know, but if he's producing produce. recontact, I mean, it, it screw yeah. it. Screw he's it. Like a, he's like a Dallas Keuchel with like a few more miles on his ball. I mean, you're better off getting probably Dallas Keuchel at this point. Um, but you know it's it's good to get a guy in a hot stretch. Katana's on one of those right now. So yeah, I mean if he was a guy too that you just need to pick up for one start, if you got a guy going on the IL, or if you want to drop, you know, one of your shitty hitters or something like that, just pick him or up for if a just start. Going for a late week dub, man. Right. You know, he'll be throwing Saturday if you're if you're if you're you know if you need the innings or if you need a win potentially or you're looking for something like that. I mean he's the kind of guy to do it. He'll give you five innings of like three run ball at the very least. So. Right, yeah, and while we're talking fantasy, dude, I gotta give a shout out to uh, when we did that um, that podcast with Jake Smith where we gave out uh, sleeper picks, and one of my sleeper picks was Patrick Sandoval, and I ended up taking him in the draft later, one of the really really late rounds. And dude, he's been a stud this year, man. He's got a two point zero three ERA, twenty seven strikeouts in twenty six innings. Uh, I mean, he's been pitching his ass off, dude. He's only got one win, been. which is surprising, but. He's been pitching really, really well. So, 
you have a beef today with I'm I'm sure your one of your many beefs would be with Aaron Nola and the Phillies today. He he threw a very deep game, but Corey Knievel ends up blowing it in the ninth for you, huh? Yeah, dude, that's just how my fans. That's just how my fantasy years been going, man. I where's where's Ryan ranked right now? Are you ninth? I am. What's how many guys are we got in the league? Ten. We 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 we're a ten man. We're a yeah. ten man. So it's not it's not that it's not that hard to find talent. If there's if you need to pick somebody up, you probably could. So. Yeah, dude, I'm in ninth right now. I mean, I've just been. <laughs> it's, it's been so frustrating, dude. And like, yeah, today if the Phillies did not blow that lead, I would have beat this guy this week six to three, which would have been a good solid win, picking up some games or picking up some wins in the uh, in the old column. But instead, five to four win this week. Which I mean, I'll take what it is. I'll take a win for sure right now. But that's the one ranked guy in the league. He was the best guy in the league. He's the best guy in the league, dude. And I could have, you know, beat him pretty soundly. <laughs> but dude, and the Phillies bullpen is just so bad. Oh my god, it is, man. We're, we're, it was them that gave up like that eight run lead or seven run lead, right in the ninth to the Mets, wasn't it? Yeah, it was them, and then the Sox did the same thing. But that's a di- that was a different situation because they, it was all, it was all. Uh, I mean, I guess it's more or less the same, but it was more less home runs it was more like contact 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 like after contact one of those type of things so yeah i mean that game against the um oh shit who they oh to the guardians right yeah that was like two goals like grand slam and a three-run shot you know that's yeah i mean when is josh Naylor really gonna take liam hendrick's yard again like that you know (laughs) like that was just that was a fluke yeah let's just say how it is but uh yeah no i mean phillies are the Phillies have a really good offense. I believe it's probably like a top two off, top three offense in the league. But in terms of their, man, it's atrocious, and that could be the reason why they end up selling at the deadline. So. Yeah, and I don't mean to be bouncing all over the place, but we were talking about uh, Rodon earlier, and I'm watching MLB Network right now. They're showing the highlights of the game, and uh, dude, Rodon's velo was not down at all. The, what they've oh, shown, he's, he was between 96 and this last one. They just shown was 98. Yeah, that's wrong so, for him. He's I don't think he's hurt. They were just pounding it. Cardinals are a good team, man. Yeah, 96, 97, 98. They're just hitting the ball over the park, dude. They weren't even hitting home runs either, just putting the balls in play, hitting doubles. Mm. Huh. Good for them, man. Good for the, good for the Cardinals. Very, yeah. very good team. I think I believe they were my preseason pick for the division, but the Brewers are a pretty good team right now too. So. Yeah, Brewers. Uh, how, are... about, how about we give our beefs, man? How about it? Let's do it. I'll let you go. I got to think. I guess uh, I, I could have a lot of beefs. I guess I mentioned mine before, but uh, uh, my beef's going to be with lineup structure from Tony La Russa, which very predictable. But when I see the Yankees starting the same five guys in their lineup four days in a row, and we have Reese McGuire and Leary Garcia with Josh Harrison rounding out ours on, on Sunday, <laughs> when they have, you know, Glaber Torres sat today, but when they have, you know, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stan in the middle of theirs and, you know, Joey Gallo hitting eighth, right? I mean, who's going to win that? So, we, we didn't. Uh, so, that that's my beef with with that and open usage this week because it was pretty hard to watch and still pretty hard to think about. So, hopefully a better week. Hopefully we end up winning five out of five from the Royals and uh, – Hopefully we take two or three from the Yankees. Who's to say we can't? So, cheers to that. Cheers to it, dude. Uh, might be for the week. Honestly, dude, I mean, I had a great week. Went to a baseball game this week. You know, it was just a good week. So, my beef for the week is just going to be with the Brewers just because I don't like them. 
Fuck the what Brewers, did, what, dude. What, what did they do to you, man? What did they do to you? Oh, they've kicked our ass the last three years. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like them. I, I just don't like their baseball. I just don't like them, dude. Like, like I'm sure it's like you with the Guardians, right? You hate I them. hate the Guardians. Absolutely hate the Guardians. Hate them. Yeah. I, I, and I, this is how I am with the Brewers, dude. They just fell into some fucking just good luck with Corbin Burns and Woodruff and Hader and yeah, like when they originally came up, it's like, who are these guys? Are they going to be good? And then, yes, they're fucking amazing, and their record's twenty two and thirteen right now. And I just, I hate them. I cannot stand them, dude. Playing good ball, man. They're playing great ball, actually. They went to Miami and stuffed the Marlins this weekend. So, yeah. So that's my beef with the league, the Brewers. I hate the Brewers. I'm not going to say I hate the Brewers, but I guess. Uh... I mean, I hate them if they're playing the Sox, I guess I will say. But uh, nevertheless, man, anything else before we close this bad boy out? We're 53-ish minutes in here. No, I'm good, man. Another good pod, man. Good talking baseball. Good shopping it up. Yeah, man. We'll have to uh, We'll have to hopefully get a better podcast going next Sunday when the Sox uh, sweep the, the Yankees in New York. Let's ride. Better podcast? What, was this a shit podcast? No, I, oh come on, man! I didn't mention like that. It's just I, I hope I'm in better spirits. My my hope is that I'm in better spirits next Sunday, after hopefully a series winning Sunday victory. Hey, and you know you you just got the Sunday night baseball game next week. Oh God, do we know? You got the Sunday night baseball game. Who are you gonna be trotting out there? Larry, Josh Harrison. <laughs> what, what's Tony gonna put out there? Tony's probably gonna call. Uh, probably gonna call Adam Daly from AAA Charlotte to uh, lead off the game <laughs> and uh, give Moncada some rest. That'll be great, wouldn't it? What if he's What if he's just like you know what? Like we're not we're not gonna you know start any of these people because they need rest or this that, and the other. It's like come on, dude. Like yeah, you can't do that on Sunday, especially not Sunday night baseball. You don't want to get embarrassed by the Yankees. I mean, if you're gonna lose, lose with your best, and it won't be that bad. If you got your best out there, you will not lose. Buy a shit ton. That's the goal. That's the goal, man. That's the goal against the Yankees in New York next weekend. Don't yeah. Buy a shit ton. Hey, uh, hop off. Uh, I'm just checking tomorrow. The White Sox. The starter is undecided. What, what's going on tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, I believe it was supposed to be Giolito, but he he's on the COVID IL. So bullpen game starting. Uh, either bullpen game or Johnny Cueto. I believe it'll be Johnny Cueto, um, and then you'll have. Uh, it should be cease Tuesday, and then you maybe get somebody called up from Charlotte that day as well. I'm gonna start one of those games. We'll either start tomorrow or Tuesday, and then you'll probably have a bullpen game with Lopez or somebody. But uh, they have guys; they'll fill the void. Um, no worries, no issues. But shit, just expect to see Johnny Quinto this week. I'm hoping he does well. Alrighty, man. Sounds good. Alrighty, Ryan. Good talking to you again, man. Hopefully next week, I'm saying Mario's in better spirits. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Sounds good, brother. Good talking to you. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the 12-6 Podcast.